Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Scroll down on the app. You click on the app. It says more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. You can download the podcast. You can listen on your smart speakers. And uh, in less than 10 minutes from now, 10 past the hour, so nine minutes from now. Go ahead. Nine, we are giving nine. you the winning word. When you hear the winning word, text triple seven triple zero. Text it to triple seven triple zero. You've entered for your chance to win twenty five hundred dollars. We're giving away ten thousand dollars a day, twenty five hundred at a time, every hour here on KJM. KJM ten k a day giveaway. What's going on? Man, I can scratch him. my ankles. It's like it's like chalk on a chalkboard right now. That's just, what my ankles look like. Right? It's I feel not like a good rubbing look. my leg and going over to Jay's ankles and giving him some shine. Someone get this man, man some lotion. I looked down like, my ankles. I said, "Damn!" I, when he walked past me, I said, "Damn!" He's been rolling around in flour. <laughs> Dude got white ankles, man. What the hell? Scratch letters on my ankle. That's the. You know what that is, though. In all honesty, that's not necessarily you forgetting to put. Uh, lotion or something on your ankles, it's the water from the shower at your hotel. Yeah. They uh, got the hard water. The hard water. It's hard water yeah. and that hard water. Did you forget us. to put lotion on your ankles? <laughs> oh, yeah, they, oh, they're bringing me lotion. Yeah, bring hey, it. Is that scented yeah. or unscented? I don't use scented lotion. Hopefully no, heavily a, scented. Yeah. yeah go, go, Why go, are you go, handing go, it to Max? You say, yeah, Max I'm over here. There are certain procedures here, Jay. Oh, yeah. Are you going to talk to me again? Certain procedures. Give it to Give it to Max to make sure it's all right. I'll, I got to. I got to. I got to sign off. On Max, did you read, did you read the, the 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 fine print? Can you tell me it's okay? I can't. The, <laughs> interesting, the interesting thing is, though, get it on there. he brought there the lotion in immediately, and I swear I didn't prompt him to do it. Yeah, so right. he already thought, "Man, Jay got he some bad ankles." He laughed. You, Jay, he saw me yeah. walking in. There you go. He laughed. I love it. Me, so I kind of want to take out my whole foot right now, but I don't want to be extra. No, you, you know what I mean? You can't no. put lotion on the feet with no socks on. No, already, oh, even with socks, already, man, the lotion got, on the feet going to smell that. I already got baby. You can do that if you got baby powder in the shoe. Yeah, but now you're back to square one. <laughs> but I already <laughs> got baby powder in the shoe, but I, I don't you want you to see You put baby powder in your shoes? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes if it gets like that, yeah. You don't do that? No. You I'm not in high school. See, but you don't put on, do you always wear socks? I don't wear socks at all. I never wear socks. In none of your shoes? No, I probably had a, had a pair of socks. So what do you think, this 1980? No, see. I always wear socks. I don't know about you. See, man, that's some West Coast stuff. Yeah. It's cold out here, man. It's cold, man. Jay, I don't have socks on, nothing. It ain't cold. that cold out right say. now, yeah. You always tell me, I don't wear socks. How's the circulation in your feet? Mine's no good. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> circulation in your feet. All right, The listen. only time I wear socks is on the planes. That's it. So you don't walk around barefoot? I'm not walking around barefoot. By the way, those barefoot. people are nasty. When you go to the airport, oh. you take off your shoes, wear some damn socks before you're walking on the oh. nasty ground going through security. I can't deal oh, with people. Oh, it's so disgusting. First I of all, your, your feet are freezing got, on the plane. I got caught like that a couple weeks ago. Oh. With nothing I could do. Oh. With nothing I could do. Don't your feet get cold on the plane, Keith? Don't your feet get cold on the plane? No, typically the planes that I fly on the air. Oh, yeah, socks. Yes, of course. You weren't on American Airlines, 930 OBJ, back to LA. LeBron right. James, guys, um, had some important stuff to say, I thought. Now the ankles look better. He said he was disappointed by the lack of questions about that 1957 yeah. picture of Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner. And he compared it or juxtaposed it to Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. um, and how often he was asked about his post. Yes. And all the kind of fallout from that. Um. Let's listen to the LeBron sound, and we'll react to it on the other side. Here's LeBron James at the press conference. Uh, here it is. 
I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. So there it is. And the first thing is the reporter tried to answer him, but he was saying basically when I don't want to hear from you guys, he's saying, wait, I have, I have something to say right now. It's a rhetorical question. The re- I imagine the reporter, if I were me and I was asked that and I thought it was a question, I would say, well, he played basketball with you. This is football, da-da-da. But LeBron is the but, big but point here. Like, so, but like, it doesn't yes, even so matter what sport it is. That's yeah, right. The, he was asked about Colin Kaepernick. He's made statements That's about right. not rocking with the doubt with Jerry Jones because of how the Kaepernick situation mm-hmm. was handled as a Dallas Cowboys fan, by the way. Sure. And his larger point is correct, of course. There are moments in history that are unambiguous. They're the good guys. They're the bad guys. During integration in the South, in Arkansas, <laughs> there, when, when black school children were being allowed to have the same education, public education, as white school children, and it was, and there were strides being made to make it not separate and unequal, right? There were angry young white men intimidating, and that's what they were there to do, and everyone knows it, the, and trying to stop it and trying to push against it. And Jerry Jones stood with them. He has not, he has, he has answered a about it, but he was talking about his own curiosity, etc. He really hasn't owned it. And um, Kyrie was forced, was forced to own it. And he, no, Kyrie, we're not moving past this until you own it to, a, you know, to an acceptable degree. Jerry Jones, on the other hand, is able to own it the way he wants to own it. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to heal to any power, right? And just let's keep it moving. And but LeBron's think, saying, let's put the brakes on but that I for think a, a lot of that, I think a lot of that has to do with society, Max, to be honest with you, when it comes to Jerry Jones. Uh, LeBron James is bringing light back to the situation. Kyrie thing never died down. This was 1957. It so escalated. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was dead. Like Jay just said, it escalated because people ramped it up. It made it big and even bigger, and it just kept going and going and going. The Jerry Jones news broke. And it was like, oh, okay, well, he's standing in the picture, a photo, and then it went away. And that's what LeBron James and was, was saying. It, Opposed to once that picture broke, all the news outlets continue to roll it, continue to talk about it, 
constantly talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, talking about athletes, talking about it, talking about it, talking about owners, talking about it. That didn't happen. And because of that, there is a somewhat of a lack of, I don't want to say awareness to it. Reckoning. But, but reckoning. there's a, a, reckoning. a reckoning to it. Yeah. There's a lack of it. Yeah. Because of that. Man. And it, it's, I don't want to say our duty and our responsibility to, but if we want to have change in something and we really want things, Jay, to be different, we got to continue to, as I've said many times over, we've got to continue to push the envelope. We can't all of a sudden be apologetic for somebody who did something in 1957 and keep making excuses that they're 14 years old. And I understand, Jay. I, I understand it. I am a product of my environment in South Central L.A. I happen to beat the odds, but I am a product of my environment. Gun violence, drugs, things of that nature. Because that's the way I was raised. I was around those sort of things. So I understand more than most that haven't and wasn't raised around those things. Jerry Jones was raised in around what went on in Arkansas back in the 1950s. He's, he, there's no excuse for him. But sometimes when you are around certain environments and certain things, we all know what went on in that time period. You become that to a degree, whether you want to or not. Doesn't mean that's who he is today. At all, whatsoever, having a close relationship with him, know him and his family very, very well, talk to all of them periodically at times. But in 1957, Jerry Jones was aware of what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Even if he tried to tell us today he wasn't, he was aware of what was going on. I go back to how he handled the situation and the quote he made. Here it is, quote, I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was more of a curious thing. End quote. No, people knew what was going on, Max and Key. People knew what was going on. <laughs> and, and to almost in a way absolve yourself and everybody else around you as if they, we were all curious, that's not he, the depiction of what was actually going on. That's Max. right. There, as I said, nah, there are moments that's a in history. That's a deflection. There are moments in history. Where say, do you want to be on the right or the wrong side of history? There are moments in history but, where that those are the good guys and the bad guys, the right side of history and the wrong side, unambiguously. There, there must be unanimity. There must be a, a, agreement about this, right? Like uh, there are sometimes a, like what was going on in the South, right? With Lynch, the, those are the bad guys. People carrying uh, yeah. people trying to stop integration. Those are the bad guys. Period. So. He stood, literally stood on the wrong side of history. Now, Key, what you bring up, I think, is 100% true. We should not box people in and not allow room for growth. He was a 14-year-old boy. He was a child still. And so, absolutely, we can't box him in. See, you once did that, and therefore, you're bad, bad, bad. No, 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 no. He has grown. But what, Jay, you said is also true. And there must be a reckoning. There must be a moment where, and, and part of the problem right now that we have, oh, we're polarized and this and that, there is this unwillingness by a large swath of the white majority in this country to come to a reckoning with their past, right? This doesn't mean that people who weren't alive then were responsible for it, but there's this 
unwillingness, even there are absurd laws passed in some states or the attempt to to prohibit people from discussing real history. They only want to discuss the myth of history. But, but, and, and guys, I'm anti-cancel culture. Anti-cancel yeah. culture. But generally, like if, if it's too politically correct the way, then, then we can't have honest and open conversations because people will be afraid to be wrong or say the wrong thing. And that's not how we go forward. But in this case, guys, or and in this case, Jay, when you talk about it, you're right. He's rushing kind of past it. And LeBron is right. No, no, no. We're not going to rush past it. You got to come to a reckoning first. But see, Max, the difference here is Kyrie is seen as an employee. Okay, Jerry Jones is the employer. He's one of the untouchables, so it doesn't really affect him. And and that's but that's what I was talking about before. Like when you are an owner, when you're the most famous owner of an NFL franchise team, you don't have to be accountable. That's what he's saying. That that's what it says. I think to it's me. a little deeper than you that. Don't Jay. have to be accountable, and, and it plays all into like. Go ahead. Well, no, I I, I you're right, but. Donald Sterling, see you later. Dan Snyder, see you later. Because there was enough behavior along the way that enough different people said, no, this is not good. Jerry Jones has, has created a lot of goodwill with a lot of people. In other words, yeah, there yeah. aren't all these pieces of behavior that say we want to get rid of that yes. guy. Therefore, he's in a good position to say, you know what? I was 14 years old. I was a 14-year-old white kid in Arkansas in the 50s. I, I was a product of my environment then to a point. I have grown a lot since then. But Jerry ain't gonna say that. Though. But, say that. but that's why but that's why LeBron's not, saying. But he's Hold not. Up, let's put the brakes on this. But he's not gonna say that. He's not going to paint himself in the in the corner in the back light by saying that. If he said that, even though he's saying that, and we all know he was 14, 15 years old back then, and you grew up in Arkansas, we all know that. So, essentially, you give a person the benefit of the doubt in that situation. In Arkansas, he grew up this way. This is, he had not, you know, that, that's not the way the story is going to be told. He wants the story to be told the way he wants it to be told. And LeBron's saying, not so fast. And LeBron is saying, not so fast. But that's part of our responsibility to be able to say, hold on, man. Y'all, when some Kyrie or anybody else, for that matter, has anything to say about Jewish community, other communities outside of black communities, it gets elevated to a whole nother level where when it's something said about or, or, or looked upon, like LeBron said, what went on in our communities and how we've been treated for so many decades and years, it just gets passed over because we don't continue to bring light to it. We have to, as black communities and black people, in people of color, we have to continue to. But bring Jay's light talking to the about situation. a power dynamic you where, know? where, and by the way, here is where, and I'm Jewish, and I speak Yiddish, by the way, with a, it's a hard kind of not Hebrew. Well, I can Yiddish, argue with right? you that if, if you want to. If, if, don't try, please. But, but don't. Yeah, that's right. He's going to learn a, a bissel Yiddish. But, but the the point is that there are when when Kyrie or whoever else or. Kanye or whoever says, oh, and, and who's in the media or who has like, – there are Jewish people who are, many Jewish people, in positions of power in the media yeah. and, and other businesses. But we do not act in concert. I'm not – we're not – there's no mustache twirling and some kind of an agenda. There may be basic cultural sympathies that are in common and therefore in a broader sense – uh, uh, anti, you know, anti-Semitic speech. There's there's a backlash to it, right? And Jay, what you point out 
is Kyrie is an employee. Kyrie is not an owner, right? And so, and so even if there's no kind of conspiracy among different groups and positions of power, they can all kind of – or many of them can feel – can have cultural similarities and push that. Whereas the history of this country has disenfranchised and disempowered black people, and is, it is not always as easy – to push back against but it, that stuff. I, I have a simple question. So when Kyrie posted, you know, the Hebrews to Negroes, mm-hmm. the first criticism was, well, you have to denounce anti-Semitism, right? Denounce it. Yes. Denounce it. Because that propagates an, a, a false did, but, anti-Semitic but, but, stereotype. But, but, but yeah. who did that come from, though? And, yeah. Yes. And, Lies it, about you know. Yes, but who did it, it come it from? It came from a lot of Jewish people who wanted that to be done. That, exactly, they, they, and it got loud. It also came from other people too, though. But yeah. So, so then my thing is when this happens with Jerry Jones, the first time he talks about it, why doesn't he take the time to say I denounce racism right from the beginning? He didn't do because, that because he didn't even take. Me, that's what. Hold on, Key. Let me finish my one point here. That's why I talk about the power dynamics. He didn't feel the need that he had to do that. Because I'm in a position of power. I don't have to do that. You know, it doesn't affect my bottom line. Nobody's going to hold me accountable because at the end of the day, I'm going to keep moving on. Like, that's the point that people are livid about. That's what I'm livid about, frankly. But, Jay, did anybody ask him to, though? Have no. they asked him to? They asked. They, I'm they holding him accountable. But they basically mandated Kyrie but Keith, to doing that, though. They, they was on Kyrie's head on a constant over and over and over and over about doing it. But the noise Kyrie, got loud. It but got Kyrie, louder and louder. Ky- Have they did that at all to Jerry Jones? If anybody asked Jerry Jones at all to denounce anything. I'm asking him to then. I'll, be, I'll, I'll ask him yeah, to. to, to but like, what, is that, what, what does that mean? Me on this platform at ESPN asking Jerry Jones but, to denounce racism where he has not done so yet in, off George Floyd, has not done so. You know, he used words like, I'm glad we show grace. But has anybody asked him? But I'm asking him to. I need to hear Jerry Jones denounce racism. Say it's wrong. Jay. Because my thing is when you're confronted with that moment, when you're asked about that, you should have colored a picture for us about that moment was grotesque. It was appalling. It was monstrous. The fact that I was even there, wow, I can't even believe I was there. He didn't do that. He deflected off of it. Because, Because Jay. But wait, but wait, Key. This is what Jay is saying. Kyrie, and I said it at the time, I got the feeling that there was a conflation going on. People were conflating on the one hand when you put two different things together, right? Like conflating on the one hand that Kyrie is anti-Semitic because he wouldn't denounce it the way they wanted him to. But I always got the feeling like that's Kyrie just not wanting to be told what to do, right? As just as a man, didn't want to be told what to do. And so he got stubborn. He dug in his heels. And then over time, he's like, okay, all right. I just had a reaction to that. Of course, I, I'm, I don't hate people, blah, 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 blah. Jerry Jones not told what to do the same way. Right, so he never has to experience no, that I, feeling. I, 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 I but but billionaires do no. not like to Power be told what to do. I, I understand. No one does, especially not billionaires. No, nobody like to be told yeah, what to do. Billionaires are no billionaires. No, nobody likes it. But at but the end of the day, has anybody stepped up and said Jerry needs to denounce? You what, what are you doing, Jerry? You didn't do this. This is you wanted people to stand with their toes. Jay's doing it right now. Right now. Jay's well, doing it right now. But maybe Mark he's hearing down. you. Maybe well, he's, he's watching well, and listening and hearing it. Right. Well, I think but we should all amplify it so he can. It needs to be. Now the noise I, I, gets louder. I, I, you're right, to, I, I need to huh? hear. You're right. I need to yeah. hear Jerry Jones at a podium talk about what he's learned from this experience. How many? Things I'm holding him accountable. We asked. That's what we asked Kyrie. 
What I, have you learned? I understand. Right? Have you have you spent time with people in the Jewish community to think through how this has affected us and marginalized us? I'm asking Jerry Jones for the same it's thing. You, you're asking Jerry. You are asking Jerry Jones for the same thing. Now, maybe the fact that maybe it catches fire and it starts to grow, and maybe now all of a sudden, much like Kyrie did at a later date, step up and say exactly those things. That is right, Key, and that's why it's important that LeBron did what he did when he talks about the responsibility of the platform, and that's why it's important that Jay did what he did with the responsibility of the, of, of the position he's in, right? But it doesn't happen unless individuals that's step up saying. and say, wait a minute. That's what I'm saying. And that's what's happening now. If you bring light to a situation and you drive it home and you continue to drive it home and you bring a, a sight to it and people see it and they hear it, and they follow it, that's what you do. You okay. can't expect for the picture to be out there, Jerry Jones, and then all of a sudden there's no news coverage like LeBron James said. Nobody's asking anybody anything about it, or the ones that they are asking are poo-pooing it and be like, oh, well, he's only 14 years old. It's not been, it, it, you can't do that So if let, you want change. Let, that's right. Now, can we talk about something happier for a moment? Absolutely. Money. Yes. Are we giving away money? Jerry Jones would appreciate this. DJ and Max, 10K giveaway. All right, we put off usually to 10 after the hour. Right now it's after 20 after the hour because it was an important conversation. Money ain't going nowhere, still here. We're giving away, it's 10K a day giveaway. We give away $10,000 every single day on KJM, $2,500 at a time, at usually 10 past every hour. We give you a winning word. You text it to 777 You're entered for your chance to win. We'll do it every weekday from now until the end of the show, December 7th. The winning word of the hour is change. C-H-A-N-G-E, change. Text it to 777 And we ain't talking about change in your pocket either. No, that's $2,500. That's a lot of change in your pocket if you hit so far, 62 different people have won a total of $155,000. Each one of them, $2,500. You could right. be next. Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera joins us next to discuss the big NFC East showdown with the Giants. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, you can tune into a football doubleheader Sunday. Giants host the Commanders, followed by Seahawks at Rams. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Imagine Giants and Commanders having kind of being a more important game than Seahawks at Rams. <laughs> If you if I told you that yeah, at the C- beginning C- of the season, Seahawks gonna smash the Rams. Though. It's of course it's funny that we come into the season. The AFC West might send all four teams to the playoffs, and here we are at the worst division in football is the NFC East. Here we are, and we go. The NFC East might send all four teams to the playoffs. The AFC West, no good. Yeah, they they were hyping up the the, the whole quarterback carousel going on in the AFC West, though, right? You had all the you had Patrick Mahomes leading the way, followed up in the caboose by. By uh, Russell Wilson, and in between Joe uh, Joe Herbert, Herbert Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert. And, uh, <laughs> Justin Burrow. I looked Jones, at Max. I looked at Max. Names. I looked at Max and got scared to say Herbert's name and thought Burrow Herbert. <laughs> tangent. No going to tangent. Talking about the hair. And shampoo. then you got Carr, and then all of a sudden, two of the teams are, and the other two are decent. You are a Giants fan, Jay. More important game for the Giants or the Commanders? Do you think? So. I would say for the commanders, because I think the commanders are actually the team that can do some work into the playoffs. Like I, I, I kind of see like the Giants with dealing with all the injuries, kind of feel like they reached their peak. I do not feel as if the commanders have reached their peak yet for the team that they could be. Defensively and offensively, like they're they are making a lot of headway, but you feel like their ceiling is higher this year due to the pieces they have personnel. Well, Washington's won six of the last seven in their games, but they also inserted Heineke into the lineup, which gave them a little bit boost. of a boost. And it it feels like, like they're improving fast. Yeah, it seems you know like what I mean? that they, everybody's excited about him at the quarterback spot. In 12 seasons as a head coach, Ron Rivera, Washington Commanders head coach, is a uh, two-time coach of the year, 10 games over 500, and joins us now on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. Morning, Coach. Good morning. How you all doing? What's happening, man? You got some spunk in your your, your yeah, life right coach. now. Look at you. I like the energy in your voice, Ron. I love it. Uh, I appreciate it, guys. But, you know, when it does do that, and you guys know that. Well, that's true. Uh, that's right. So what's been the key? Time. You won six out of seven. What happened? Well, I think there's been a couple things. One has been our, our um, the health of our running back. You know, we get Brian Robinson back after that unfortunate situation where he was shot and wounded. And, uh, you know, as he's healed up and gotten better as a football player, it's really helped spark what we've done in terms of our commitment to the running game on offense. Um, and that, I think, has been a big part of it just because a couple things happen when you run the ball and you're running successful. And, Key, you know this for sure, and that is when you're running the ball, you take a lot of pressure off that offensive line because now they don't have to sit there and catch and try and pass protect. They can fire out, be aggressive. And when you're running the ball successfully, it improves the, uh, the effectiveness of your, of your play-action pass. Uh, it takes the pressure off the quarterback to have to make continual plays. And then it also keeps your defense off the field when you're winning the time of possession, which we have. So those elements all together have really been a big part of why we've had some success, I believe. 
Ron, let me let me ask you this in a, a couple different ways because I really I really want to know. And a lot of times with coaches, I try to get in the minds of them to understand what their mm-hmm. thought process is when they make decisions on players and, and things like that. So you had Heineke on the team a year ago. You went out right. and you said to yourself, "Yeah, well, I don't really. I want to get better, maybe at this position." Right. And you go and you get Carson Wentz, and you say, right. "Well, I'm gonna." upgrade to a degree with Carson Wentz because I did not like Heineke, but then Carson isn't playing all that great. He gets a little nicked up. Heineke's now the guy. What makes the decision to say, you know what? I'm going to stick with Heineke because I, even though I didn't like what I saw a year ago, I went and got Wentz, but I like what I see now. So I'm going to stick with him opposed to going back to Carson Wentz. What goes into that? Well, you know, we went out and got Carson wanting to throw the ball vertically. Uh, a big part of that reason is because of the guys that we have. You know, you got Terry McLaurin that can run. You got Curtis Samuels that can run. We added Jahan Dotson, who's a, who's a terrific uh, underneath receiver. We had Yami Brown, who's a vertical threat as well. So we wanted to capitalize on that vertical speed, and we needed a big arm. That's the one thing that Taylor lacks is the big arm to throw the, the, the deep ball consistently, uh, to throw the deep outs, which is a part of what we try to do offensively. But – as we've gone through this and we got into training camp, we had Brian Robinson. And, and if you got an opportunity to watch any of our preseason games, you notice we featured him a lot. And we started to realize what we had in the young man, and then the unfortunate happens. Um, and so we came out early in the season throwing the ball because we didn't have all the, all the, all the pieces to our, our, our running game in place. We get B-Rob back. He starts to get healthier and healthier. And right around the Bears game, is when we really saw the difference a good running game was going to make for us. And we got back on track with that. And unfortunately, that game, that's when um, that's when uh, Carson breaks his finger, which prompted the move to, to Taylor. What Taylor's done has been very efficient. Um, he's, 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 he's been a very good game manager. And in some instances, when he's had to make a big play, he has. So it's kind of what you're looking for, hoping for in, th- in this situation. Um, what I'm doing is I'm going with the hot hand. Uh, right now, the young man is playing well, playing consistent, protecting the football. Um, his teammates have really bought into him. That's another thing, too. You know, the, the players know. And, 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 and in this situation and the way we're rolling, um, you know, to do anything other than, than really how the players feel and, and react right now, I'd be crazy to do anything that, that was drastic. So what I'm doing is I'm going with the hot hand. I'm playing the guy that's being very consistent right now. Um, he has an impact on our team around us. Carson's been great about it. He understands. He and I talked the other day about the situation, and he was positive about it. So I, I like where we are as a football team. Ron Rivera, Washington Commanders head coach, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Ron, uh, talk to me about the ceiling for your defense. Yeah, potentially get, getting wow. Chase Young back. Where do you see this defense having a chance to be when it's all said and done? Well, I think the biggest thing is, and, and not just getting chased back, but also the continued development of our young defensive backfield. Um, I know it, it, it's led by a couple of veteran guys, uh, but we've got uh, we've got four guys that are key elements to it that are either first, second, uh, first or second year players, and 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 they've been outstanding. Benjamin St. Juice has has done a nice job for us right now. He's he's, he's out with a high ankle uh, or mid ankle, I should say. Um, We've, we've had uh, Derek Forrest, who's, who's been just outstanding. Cam Curl continues to just grow and develop and be that kind of guy. We've added Percy Butler and Christian Holmes, two rookies this year, uh, into the mix in terms of guys that have, have played in our secondary. And I think as that group continues to mature 
I think it really helps us even more and more. It helps our pass rush a little bit more because these guys will be even more comfortable and confident in our coverage, which means uh, it, it'll it'll discourage certain throws by by quarterbacks, which means they may hold it a little bit longer. And if that pass rush continues to do the things that they've done, you know, we can get after some more quarterbacks. So I, I think you know we have an opportunity to take another step as a defense. I really do. Talking to Coach Ron Rivera, Washington Washington Commanders head coach, of course, who has now won six out of their last seven games. Coach, uh, it is V-Week here at ESPN and and um, here on KJM. We've been talking to people throughout the week about you know how cancer has affected their lives, and, mm. and you are someone that um, you know, I'm interested to, to hear from about that. You, you know, it, it is something that, that we need to most certainly continue to, uh, to, to focus in on and work to eradicate it, just because, you know, with, with medicine, with technology, and the way things have gone, and, and how, you know, we've seen the strides that have been made, you know, against, against, uh, against breast cancer and some of the other cancers um, that, that are out there. Uh, but there are still a few that, that right now we still haven't gotten a hold of them. One that took my brother's life, pancreatic cancer, is, is a very serious one. It's very hard to detect, and we really right now haven't found a way to detect it. And if there's a way to find certain answers to certain things, we, we can make, you know, make this a, a, a something that eventually we can eradicate and really, uh, I think, help a lot of people. You know, one of the things that I also pay attention a lot to is, is what St. Jude is doing for children, you know, because um, I, I think that's very important is that, that right now, it, 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 it's still impacting the youth of America as well, and, and the world for that matter. So I just think that we have to focus in on that. It, it, is, it is one of those things that you, you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself. You have to, you know, if you, if you see something, feel something, and re- realize that it's not right, you've got to go see your doctor. And that, that's probably the biggest thing that saved me more so than anything else is that, you know, I was proactive and, and I sought the, uh, the, the advice of my doctor. That's Ron Rivera, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to v.org slash donate now and help support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Thank you, Coach. Coach, go get that win against the Giants this no, week, No, no, don't right? do that, Coach. Don't do that, Coach. I'm a Giants fan. Don't <laughs> Just do rep the NFC East, Coach. Rep us. I appreciate it, guys. You Thank it. you Thanks, all. Coach. You got it, man. Tune into a football doubleheader Sunday as not only do the Giants host the Commanders, but then the Seahawks are at the Rams. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Guys, Giannis played at the Garden last night. Thirty-seven, thirteen. Yeah. Um, future Laker. Could he be playing at the Garden more often in the future? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. 
What quarterback coach combination scares you the most other than Reed and Mahomes? 888 say ESPN 729 Jay, Mike you, White and Sala. <laughs> you know, Jay, usually at Barclays. I'm always at Barclays. Yeah. Not last night. Oh, yeah. Yo, I got, I got to say this, yo. I mean, I, I know it was a tough loss for Nixon. I, I know you're the garden. Feel this way. Yo, the garden is such a different vibe, man. It's such a different energy. It just feels so lit. I mean, I, Spike talks about it all the time. Like, my guy Al Palagonia talks about it all the time. But, like, when you're there, it just feels different, Max. If they had something to root it for. Feels different. Dude, in the, Jay, can I say something real quick? And I want to hear all about it. When, when people talk about what kind of town is New York, it's a baseball town because of the Yankees. Oh, football, America is football. New York is a basketball town. And that's in spite of the Knicks stinking for decades, right? Like, when I was a kid, Jay, courtside seats for the Knicks, all mm-hmm. right? They got 41 home games, 20,000 people in the arena. Courtside seats, 1,500 a pop. You could get the same thing for the Giants or the Yankees, 100 bucks. Like, the, the demand, because Madison Square Garden's in Manhattan. It's the only one of the majors right, right there. The Knicks, basketball, you're up close. There's nothing like it. What, what, so what was it like? So I was going to say, so Giannis supposedly has a doc that may be coming out that's going to get a little bit deeper into his background and where he is and where he's going. Ooh. And it, it is really fascinating, Max. You just And this is not me trying to take Giannis off of the Milwaukee Bucks and put him on a team. Like, yes, I know he had a five-year deal and it's worth $228 million, signed out in 2020, right? But he will have an opt-out. In a couple of years. And there is something interesting about the immigrant background of how Giannis plays. You feel like he plays for his family. He plays for something so much bigger than himself and understanding that. And then understanding like New York and Madison Square Garden. Like there is, when you think about him, he does not, he is not afraid to say, I want that. I can, like, and none of this media stuff would bother him because it feels like that is a sleeping giant on 33rd and 8th that has been nobody wants to own nobody like, like fans last night were talking to me like well who really wants to come here or who wants to be who wants to play for Jim Dolan nobody really wants us like we missed the boat on Donovan Mitchell and we had a chance to get him and you know, what are we really doing it for and I'm sitting there watching this dude on the court last night and I'm like damn that just kind of feels looks and just it feels right there. He got nothing it, to hide, Jay. Nothing, what, what are you know going to say about me? I don't care. You know why he's a perfect for the Knicks? He's a worker. Like, All whatever day, you want to say. Blue-collar worker, what, man. What, not, not that New Yorker, because, like, every town, Detroit's blue-collar. Cleveland, more blue-collar New York, right? But, but, but the Knicks, when I think about the Knicks, when I was a kid, Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, these were – I remember Charles Oakley once saying, there's no difference between playing basketball and being a farmer. You wake up early in the morning and you work all day, right? Like, that's Giannis. When Luka's like, he's the best player in the game and Luka's kind of a little pudgy, and you look at Giannis, how he came into the league and how he looks now, the way he plays now, he's, got, he's, he, he's made for New York. So, Jay, you said his five-year deal, he's got to opt out in two or three? Yeah, it's two more. Yeah, two more. Two, two more years he can yep. opt out. Yep. I mean, he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe maybe New York is in his future. Maybe it's not. Um, but he certainly would be the toast of the town if he was to make this make a decision to come to New York and play. But why would you come to New York and play and make that decision when the organization as a whole is just always upside down? Like no matter what, they haven't been able to get it right since the Patrick Ewings in, in the Oakley days. They haven't been able to get right. At least they were somewhat right back in those days. So why would you want to go from something that's right 
to something that you hope gets right that hasn't had the track record of showing you that they have the 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 wherewithal to be able to get right. Because he's Giannis, and he doesn't care. Yeah, like, you do. And, and, you but, do but like, care. Here's here's, here's it's, it's, it, he does care, but it, there's something about. I don't think he's afraid to say I want that, and that could be mine. I'm going to help bring other dudes in to play with me. You know what I mean? Or we can build around me. And there's something to be said about that, Key. Like, and I agree. I, look, I think the Knicks are going to make changes again. Like, whether that's I'm Scott, saying, Scott Perry, whether that's Thibodeau falling on the sword. Somebody's going to fall on the sword first now. Um, and it's like, I, I don't like some of the moves. Obviously, Julius Randle, <laughs> that's a contract I wouldn't have given him. But at the time, like, and not making the move for Donovan Mitchell, I think was a huge missed opportunity. And you hear internally, like, Max, they were split on that. Like, one part of the camp – Wanted to make that happen more than anything. The other part of the camp didn't feel like he was worth the money, and they missed the boat on that. That was a big-time miss. A big-time miss. One of many. I wonder so, if Giannis would consider going to L.A. See, I don't see – I don't see – I don't know. You just think about international, and he could, he could be an international. He's an immigrant. He's an but immigrant. Like, like, it, just, it fits here it's, it's, more than it fits in L.A. By the way, not only an immigrant and, and African, all that. Greek. <laughs> he's, he's like you come from Greek. You know what makes New York – like. You know, like the Greek diners, the Greek population in New York City. When I was growing up, they're, they're less now. Tastes have changed and people like to go to feds. You sit in a Greek diner with a New York Post Daily News, whatever, read the sports <laughs> section about the New York Knicks, right? Like there's an, there are large immigrant populations from all over the place here. Giannis is is you know exemplifies the he the the kind but, of immigrant work ethic the aspirations the you know like he's perfect like but born in Nigeria then moved to Greece right so like you say Greek he's Nigerian he's yeah he's, he's Nigerian part right. of the world it's like he's Greek That's right you know like but also I mean, just like New York though and I'm not an advocate for the Lakers I'm not working for them or anything like that but <laughs> not that we know L- of. L A is an international city as no well. question. So I'm just saying, when you think about star power as a star, New York Knicks basketball hasn't given you that in a very, very long that's, time. Okay, there's so, so why, recent, never, why, the late, why the Knicks instead of the Lakers? Because, because never they been never a star had like that. Him. Never. They haven't, never had, they like haven't shown you that they can do that. You're right. In L.A., yeah. they've shown you many times yeah. over. And not that only that, Jay, they'll win with it, too. And they'll win with it. But also, I mean, him winning the championship, right, the – for the Bucks, like he did something that's never been done before. He's not afraid to do that. Oh, he's on fire! Like, copy but he got, somebody but he else's. Got but I, and also, I'll tell you, he's like that. Kind of, he's kind of like I never see him following in the LeBron James footsteps ever. That's not him. Ooh. I never see him doing but that. You're not following LeBron footsteps. You following but the like the greatness of the organization. Nah, I, I can form my own. I can blame. I'm not my even own a Knicks fan now. anymore, and Jay's getting me excited. He's and right. I, he's I mean, right. He never he's leaves right. Milwaukee. More power up to Milwaukee. I got love for Mark Lazarus and their team and what they built. It's incredible. Love that city. But, like, I, I don't see Giannis like being somebody who's afraid to blaze his own Giannis ain't afraid. He's doing, he's doing him. He ain't going to file nobody else, Key. Tell you Bills that. and I'll Patriots see. tonight, guys. Has Josh Allen actually disappointed this year? That's coming up, KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.